Hi, everyone, and welcome to Spill It, the Gwinnett County Public Library's podcast all about YA literature, where two of us love YA and one sadly does not. I'm Catherine, Teen Services Librarian, and I love YA. I'm Patty, Youth Services Manager, and I love cheese. And I'm Sarah, Youth Services Specialist, and I'm not at all sad. You, I'm sad. <laughs> I'm saying I'm sad you don't love YA. Sad for you. Here's the thing. Do you love cheese? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and crackers. I also love YA literature. Good. Just making that clear. I didn't want people to be confused. Well, in my quest to finish the Akatar series, I'm listening to A Court of Frost and Starlight by Sarah J. Moss. And I'm almost finished. But I think I mentioned last time this one's technically a novella, but um, it's a winter solstice story that takes place after the events of book three, and it features all of the same characters. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, is that the last one that's been published? No, there's one more. Oh, okay. That's the one that you said was ugly. Oh, yeah. It's gray and orange. Look, I don't like the covers of any of them, but I'm not going to go into that now. You've been reading this one these is blue. Like- You've been reading them for like six or seven years now, right? Me? Yeah. They're ginormous. (laughs) Have you seen them? No. I'm impressed with how quickly I'm reading them. (laughs) She's she's plowing through those books. If you say so. (laughs) Hey, now. Okay. At least I finish all the books I start. Yeah. I don't complete them if they're not worth my time. I have heard you complain that you haven't been able to finish books that you were enjoying. That's true, too. Are you reading anything, Sarah? Yes, I'm reading one that I believe both of y'all have mentioned before, a horror novel called Anna Dressed in Blood by Kendari Blake. Yep, picked that one up uh, because I liked the other book that we read by that author, Bodies All the Way Down. You yeah. read it. Oh, I read it. I'm like, it. did yeah. I read that book? We, I don't have any memory. <laughs> uh, I picked it up because I read a different book by that author, Bodies All the Way Down, that I enjoyed. Does so. that mean you found another author you like? Uh, so far, maybe. Okay. Good. I like the topic. This is about Kaz, who's a ghost hunter who inherits like a magical blade from his dead father, who also hunted ghosts. And he goes around and killing, killing things that technically are already dead. And then he meets a ghost, Anna, who is a little bit different from all the other ghosts he's ever had to encounter. So what about you, Patty? So I am reading something I'm sure the two of you will consider boring. Um, no. <laughs> oh, is no. it like Soviet police? Please, and- <laughs> no. No, I, it's a reread for me because it's a quick. So I, um, I'm reading Assassination Vacation by Sarah Vell, which is about the various um, assassinations of American presidents and... <laughs> <laughs> the looks y'all are giving me right now. <laughs> this started because there was, um, my roommate was reading a book about the assassination of President Garfield, and we were talking about that, and then I got on an assassination of Garfield kick, and... Like you do. <laughs> I'm like, this sounds very riveting. You and your roommate, sitting around, reading about dead presidents. Friday night, so bottle of wine, thing. dead presidents. <laughs> Garfield actually was a really interesting assassination because oh, sure a guy was. named Charles Gateau shot him technically, but, and Gateau argued, I shot him, but his doctors killed him. And his doctor kind of did kill him. It took 90 days and his doctor was like convinced the bullet was on like 
one side of his body and wouldn't let anybody look on the other side of his body. And they like dug and dug and dug and stuck their infected fingers in him. And I hands. know you with the hands. And I know how you feel about He hands. died of infection. So our doctors aren't allowed to doctor with hands like cooks aren't allowed to use their hands uh they should doctor with clean hands and listen to lister and semmelweis and this man did not and alexander graham bell basically invented the metal detector to try to find the bullet inside president garfield but this guy wouldn't let him look on the side that actually was where it was and anyway it's fascinating and so Clearly. I ended up reading Assassination Vacation by Sarah Val, which is actually very funny. She's a very humorous writer, and it's about her fascination with assassinations, and she admits that this is a weird thing to be fascinated by, and she travels around and visits all of the, like, major locations. Assassination locations? Yes, actually she does. <laughs> the assassination locations, and... So I found, and like Charles Gateau, the guy who shot Garfield, actually he like, he tried to join the Oneida cult, Oneida, that makes like pottery, you know, and like teapots and stuff. They were a sex cult when they first started, but nobody liked him and they kicked him out. Quite the rabbit hole we've gone down. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's fascinating stuff. Anyway, y'all should read that book. It's short and funny. Well, one of us <laughs> is fascinated by that anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I'm writing it down. <laughs> Not. <laughs> it's, it's a very good way to learn about a little bit of history. Well, let's get on to something maybe a little more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Patty, you picked the next book, so. I did. Tell us about it. I picked Daughter of the Pirate King by Trisha Levenseller. And this book um, I wanted something fun and fast and a nice summer beach read. And I think this book does it. It was a quick read. It's about a girl who is a, she is the daughter of the pirate king. And she is after one third of a map and gets herself kidnapped uh, to get this map. So this is the back of the book. It says, there will be plenty of time for me to beat him soundly once I've gotten what I came for. Sent on a mission to retrieve an ancient hidden map, the key to a legendary treasure trove, 17-year-old pirate captain Alosa deliberately allows herself to be captured by her enemies, giving her the perfect opportunity to search their ship. More than a match for the ruthless pirate crew, Alosa has only one thing standing between her and the map, her captor, the unexpectedly clever and unfairly attractive first mate Raiden. But not to worry, for Alosa has a few tricks up her sleeve, and no lone pirate can stop the daughter of the Pirate King. Cover talk? What? <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about cover. So his daughter of the Pirate King. Has some blood splatter. There's some blood splatter. It looks like it's on what could be the back of a map. It's like parchment, and it's got what is clearly Alosa down here with her red hair and her piratey clothes. In a very piratey pose, too. Yes, with a Captain sword. Morgan. And... That hair looks like it would get in the way, quite honestly, if I were pirating. That is a lot of hair. But she loves her hair. I know she does. But I will say there's a newer cover. Oh, I like that cover which better. That one's a lot better. Beautiful. Yeah, that's a better cover. I was I think Sarah and I were talking about it. Seeing that book cover, I maybe wouldn't have picked it up if you had not assigned it as our reading. <laughs> no, but I this wouldn't. book cover, I might have picked this one up. 
Yeah. So that one, first of all, has an actual human on it. Yeah. It's a, it's a picture, not a drawing. She's got her back to the viewer, and she's holding, I guess, like her cutlass behind her. So she's trying to hide the fact that she's dangerous. I like it. Okay. I don't really have a lot to talk about with this cover. No. But I am curious about what y'all thought about this book. I really enjoyed it. Yay. You weren't I, sure if had, you were going to like this book. Well, it's the cover. <laughs> I am. I mean, as I said many times, I'm totally a judge a book by its cover type of person. And that one, I was just like, eh. Like, I really put off reading it. <laughs> but then my hold came in. So I was like, I need to do this. I listened to it and I was like, oh, I actually really like this. <laughs> I like piratey type things. I, I don't <laughs> I don't expect that from myself. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm like pirates. But then every time I read a pirate story, I'm like, I like it. Because they're fun and adventurous. It's got and the adventure. This one has some mystery to it. Like It's got some mystery. It's got some romance. It's got some supernaturally things. It has a sort of enemies to lovers type thing going on. Yeah. He's an enemy, but not really an enemy. It's one of those enemies where... I mean, they tried to kill each other. They don't know it. I'm saying they don't know each other, though. They think they're enemies, but then once they get to know each other, they're not actually enemies. That's how I feel about it. I Clearly, she, I'm in the... I was going to say, I feel like they because you're both stabbed me each weird. other. <laughs> <laughs> they did, but they <laughs> had to work through it and then realize they weren't enemies. I mean, so that's enemies an enemy. to lovers, so yeah. Oh, I fine. do think... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she definitely considers him an enemy. I don't know if he considers her an enemy, but she definitely considers him an enemy at the beginning. Right. Yeah, she yeah. keeps thinking about... Killing him. When she's going to kill him. Fine. This gets... <laughs> I mean... They're either enemies or very stabby friends. <laughs> I don't tend to stab my friends. I usually don't. I, I mean, might. not on purpose. But maybe <laughs> during, say, a podcast recording, I might. I might, yeah. <laughs> okay. Sarah, what do you think of it? Um, Despite it having a few things that I don't generally like, like we've got half orphans and orphans. This one is part of a duology. It's not a standalone. And the enemies to lovers thing. I still overall found it entertaining. But I really liked it because I instantly read book two also. Oh, nice. <laughs> I do like the character of Alosa. I find her very uh, compelling. Uh, yeah, I have book two on hold because I'm like, well, yeah. I need to know what happens. I'm going to be careful and not lead too much of the conversation because I'm afraid I'm going to mix up what was in book two. Mm. Uh-huh. And I don't really want to spoil anything. I mean, even the title of book two gives away well, I mean, part of it, it which does. I think is hilarious. I'm <laughs> Is it supposed to be a secret? When it, she I is? think it was when it was originally written, but they were expecting. I mean, oh. it was for those original readers, I guess, because book two wasn't out so yet, obviously. Yeah. Okay. All right. For us, because we're late to the game, not so much a secret. <laughs> I really liked it. I thought it was super fun. Um, it's definitely it's her debut novel, and in, there are a couple things in there with the writing that I was like, yeah, you can sort of tell it's. It's a first novel, but it's super fun. It's super fast. Yeah, very fast-paced. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, God, yeah. I read it in like three hours. Like, it's super easy There's to read. There's something happening all the time. Yeah. Which I do kind of wish there had been a little bit more character development, maybe. Because inter- it is very, it's very plot-driven. It's very plot-driven. Very plot-driven. Um, and like, yes, it is enemies to lovers, and these two people do end up liking each other 
it's a little um, abrupt, <laughs> I guess, how that happens. I'm still like, I'm a little like, okay, I guess he just thinks she's hot and funny, so he's attracted to her, and she just, I, she thinks he's funny, and she just likes him. Like, it, it's not really a lot of explanation as to why she is so attached to him or why he is so attached to her, but I, it doesn't even matter because it's funny and the banter's good and they're cute together. Yeah. I mean, he's not as sexy as presidential assassination attempts, I guess, but... I beg to differ. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, <laughs> it's fun and exciting in a different way. Uh, this book has an assassin in it. She didn't really do anything. She's just mentioned at the end. Mm, right. <laughs> Surrender. <laughs> I was like, there was? I'm trying to think back. Yes. yes. She comes in at the end. The I'm very, very interested in reading book two to find out what happens with the people. Well, and mm-hmm. there's a new book coming out that is Surrender's story. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. That's because I will admit, like, I really liked, I liked the idea that this girl had an all women crew and I am not quite. Well, she has two men. Like, she'll take Almost, a man yeah. on every once in a while if she needs one and like. And she does say she keeps them there. She always has a man for a specific reason that I don't know if we want to get into. That's kind of spoilery. Yeah. That makes it sound (laughs) vaguely dirty and it's not. (laughs) I know the way you said that for one specific (laughs) reason. And it's not the reason you think. (laughs) It is a little spoilery. I did have a couple of questions. I was I was reading this, and anytime, because it does make me laugh. I do enjoy pirate stories, and I will always read them. And like you said, they're always fun. I always think about there's a line in one of the Terry Pratchett books, and this one character has a treasure, and he's buried it somewhere, and he gives someone a map, and he's like have fun and he's like it's not where the treasure is if you can't remember where you hid your treasure you don't deserve to have treasure (laughs) and every time there's a treasure map I'm always like who needs a map to remember where they put their giant treasure yeah I'm not sure why the map would be drawn unless it was for other people besides you to find it yes yeah but or you travel so much you just you can't recall you just forget you just forget sometimes (laughs) um I'm also curious. I'm like, why do the sirens have all this? Like, they're not going to spend it on anything. <laughs> why they're do like they dragons. Go? They hoard their treasure. I guess. <laughs> like, I have many questions about the plot. Because it's pretty. Of this book. I don't know. Um, but I am enjoying. I I did not expect the book to be mostly on the ship. I was like, that sounds like the beginning of a plot, not like the entire plot. But no, it is. But they're pirates. They spend the majority of their time on their ships. And so it's mostly her searching sense. the ship. Yeah. I liked that part. Yeah. Oh, the I did too. The part where she briefly goes to land, I was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> ugh. She's on land. <laughs> land lover. Not land. <laughs> I hate land. <laughs> I also was, there is a twist with one of the characters, and I was surprised by that. The first twist, not the second twist for that character. So side characters, I really liked Kieran and Enwin. Loved them. But I don't even remember which book this was in. Like when you find, how, when do you find out how old Kieran is? You do don't. Do you find out second. in this one? Well, t- yeah, at some point they say 
at some point, I feel like they reveal his age toward the very end. Okay. Well, the whole time, though, reading Kieran and Inwin, I'm picturing old men and not old men. Or at no. least Kieran's not an old man. No, you don't get his actual age in this book. No, I thought there was I thought something you did at, at the, the end because he's like, maybe I just assumed it because he's clearly smitten with that. Yeah, he's clearly smitten with it. And like, he, I, I thought they, I thought they were younger because she makes a point of saying at the beginning that all the, this crew was very young. Everybody on the ship was young. Oh, that's true. She did say that, but they also made the point about him that he'd been around the world and seen it all, yeah, and there's so nothing I left for him to see, so you'd think he'd be older than 17 and if he'd seen it all. And I don't know why, and when I was getting Smee vibes from you do Captain get, Hook. You do get Smee vibes from So him. then I'm picturing the Smee yeah. with the gray curly hair from the cartoon. Okay, yeah. I, <laughs> I just picture that, but I picture him like age 20. It's I know. A very young Smee. I just, I couldn't lose the old. So. <laughs> and then, yeah, when I was like, oh, they are young. Okay. I okay. really liked it. But I love Inwin. I loved Inwin. He was really fun. And I was, I. He's playing his part well. I was like, okay, I like this guy. Yeah, some of the pirates were like, you know, cute and adorable. And some of them were awful. I mean, yeah. And scary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. I Like that. I would not have wanted to be part of Draxon's crew. No. Draxon is Raiden's brother, for those who don't know. Yeah, he's the actual captain. Raiden is the first mate. Raiden is the first mate. Um, there were a couple of plot twists in this that I wasn't expecting, uh, which was fun. I always like it when I'm surprised by a book, and I'm not like, oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so I thought that was super fun. I really liked I, – I did think – the supernaturally bits, the like sirens, sirens are real, by the way. Hey, that's a thing. Um, I wasn't kind of expecting those at first. They sort of came a little out of nowhere. Yeah. But then like once I was like, okay, mm -hmm. I'll just go with it. It's fine. I am curious. I do have questions about her birth <laughs> because <laughs> I get, I get in this world like, okay, look guys, the title of the second book gives away that she is the daughter of a siren. So, like, I, I don't really think that's giving away a lot. I won't go into what that means for her, but yeah, she's the daughter of a siren. I have questions because they talk about how children conceived in the ocean are always sirens and children conceived in land are, like, more human. And, you know, her father gets a siren pregnant. How long? Like, I don't understand how the baby gets from the siren to her dad. Like, does he just hang out on land until she has the baby? And then she just, like, what, chucks it up to him? Or it's not like, conceived on land. It's born on land. I thought I said, no, I thought it said conceived. Well, it was conceived because they were, like, In book so, two, she took she him is, up, so she, she is, took him up to the land yeah. to, like, basically finish their business. Okay. Yeah. Because they make <laughs> a point he was of, into it. Well, of book two. Well, maybe okay. Because I'm just curious. I just have questions. I was just I was reading yeah, this book and I had a moment time. of like leave some unexplained time. Huh. And what happened? <laughs> and what? Yeah, sirens. I mean, are they mermaids? Like the original Greek sirens weren't. They were near the water, but they were half bird, half woman. So hmm. these are more mermaid. Right. These, these are more mermaidy. More mermaid I do. 
Anyway, it has nothing to do with the plot. I just found myself kind of envisioning her just being like, chunk, here's a baby. <laughs> I, he probably just wakes up one day. Well, you know exactly <laughs> how this happens if you read book two. Okay. okay. All right, good. I, My questions are answered. All right, I will just read book two. I don't. <laughs> It will not be as hilarious as it is in my head. Yeah, I, I was guarantee. like, I don't need to share too much. <laughs> okay. The question, though, is why do you think that pirates and magic so often are hand in hand? I think a lot comes from the fact that our history with the sea and like, because you're always, pirates are always going to be written kind of in historical perspective because nobody really wants to write books about current pirates because that's, sad and depressing so high fun adventure books with pirates are always going to be kind of historical and I think at that point there was a lot of mystery around the sea like we didn't know there still is honestly things and I think it's just an easy way to like it's very easy when you're out in the middle of the ocean and there's nothing there and you don't have any you're just on a ship you know to imagine things and I think that's why they go really well with with magic and yeah. all the things that are in the sea. We don't know what's in the sea. There could be anything down there. Anything at all. Sirens. Sirens. <laughs> Mermaids. Siren maternity wards. Giant squid. <laughs> <laughs> also, sailors like uh, our friend in the book were a very superstitious lot. So, kind of. Yeah. It's very romanticized. Like, she does make a comment about how much they stink, but I'm like, <laughs> it's a very, very romanticized idea of what being on a ship actually is. Like, there aren't any toilets. It's gross. Or showers. Or showers, or nobody died of scurvy. Nobody did die of scurvy. They didn't even talk about scurvy. And nobody was eating any kind of lemons or limes. Scurvy doesn't exist. Apparently, wait, it's like magic in land. general or in this world? <laughs> I'm saying in this world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nobody has scurvy. <laughs> nobody needs that vitamin. What do you think it is about pirates that captures the imagination? The well, adventure? Yeah. Intrigue? And I think this one gets compared a lot to Jack Treasure Sparrow. Hunting? And yeah, that Pirates was a big Caribbean. inspiration for her, which I think is pretty obvious. Yes. You've seen that. You can definitely see those, see those influences. I think it's because... Characters like Alosa and Jack Sparrow get to like break all the rules, but you still like them. They're doing things in a fun way. They're witty. They're charming, but they don't have to follow the rules like the rest of us feel like we have to do. And there's some appeal to that. That's my own. That's my opinion. I love that she has in my book. There's questions for the author. Okay. In the back, and someone asks, as a young person, who did you look up to the most? And she says, does Darkwing Duck count? Oh, I love Darkwing Duck. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, it's Darkwing Duck, my favorite. <laughs> he got to take down bad guys and were purple while doing it. <laughs> I'm like, yes. She, she also goes on to say, but I looked up to my mother. She's the queen of multitasking and she can sew anything. And I have these memories of her making me dresses for every season. She's also incredibly smart and hardworking. And as I've grown older, I've only become more and more amazed by her. So her mother and Darkwing Duck, which are two <laughs> excellent answers to that question. <laughs> but she does talk about the Pirates of the Caribbean, inspiring her to write about pirates. And she was 
disappointed to find that there were so few books about pirates on YA shelves, and there were even fewer books about female pirates. She wanted to fill that gap. Done. I, it's really good. <laughs> I love all her name choices in this book. I like Alosa. It's a, I don't know, it just rolls off the tongue. It, it's a nice sounding name. Yeah, I do. And like, I like Draxon's name too, even though like, I, I mean, but it, think about it's that. like a villain name. Like you hear Draxon and you think they're a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> they're either, they're either a bad guy or if this book was slightly different, that he would be the like roguish hero. I was going to say, or like the warrior hero. Yes. I mean, it's, it's an either or it's definitely, <laughs> I always do kind of wonder about that because I think naming characters has got to be probably for me, it would be very difficult to come up with all the different names and cause you want an interesting name, but you don't want it to be too ridiculous sounding and you don't want it to be too boring sounding. And so I'm like, I'm always impressed with people who have come up with good names. Mm-hmm. She's a good namer. I would love to name characters. Huh. <laughs> I don't think I want to write a book, but I would name some characters. You could <laughs> offer that as a service. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you have I'll trouble name naming your characters. <laughs> Tell me about them. Yes. <laughs> Just a little bit. I can name your your like your extras and your side characters. I can help you with that. And yeah, at the end you meet you kind of meet Sorinda, right? Yes, you do meet Sorinda at the end. And that I think is a cool name as well. Yes. You meet Sorinda and Mandy and Manzi. Manzi, oh yeah, Manzi, and her first mate starts with an Iridia. Thank you. I like that name too. Yeah, <laughs> that one sounds more like a real word. I think that's a. I could be wrong, like a Latin word or something. I don't know. Hmm. So you meet them, but you don't get very much about them. So I take it that the second book, because in the fir- the end of this book, without giving too much away, they are on her ship. And you oh, and her them. ship's name. I love her ship's her name. Crew. The Aveline. It's a pretty name. It's a pretty name. (laughs) (laughs) And, semi-spoiler, there's more to that you're going to find out in book two. I mean, of course. Like, she doesn't even know. Okay, clearly I'm going to have to go read book two now. (laughs) I'm I'm super curious, and I'm like, There's some new characters in in the second book, and their names are also good. I won't say them. (laughs) But even their last names, like uh, Raiden and Draxon Alamos, I don't know. It's a (laughs) good-sounding name. I could just talk about these names, okay? Alosa Calligan. Calligan is a fun name to say. I don't know. Just all the, like, they sound piratey to me. I don't they, know. There's they, just something about, about the way you're pronouncing them. They sound like pirate names. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> <laughs> that's good because they a are plus for names. Well, that's pirates. what I mean. Yes. A plus Trisha Levenseller. These are great pirate names. <laughs> now that I've gone on and on about names. <laughs> Does anybody have any books they would recommend? I mean, I have a couple, but the most obvious one that comes to mind is is Fable. That's on my list, so you go ahead. <laughs> Fable and Namesake and um Oh my goodness, I can't remember the new one. But Fable is another 17-year-old. It's another 17-year-old daughter of a pirate king basically. Yep. Um it, the plot is different. She is uh, not particularly fond of her father who has and left not her like heir to his Ooh, yeah. he dumped her on a beach and left her basically to fund for herself and um, she has and her goal is to basically you know take her rightful place take her rightful place and and prove that she is worthy and she ends up on a ship and that's very much a found family 
um, story. I really, really enjoyed that book a lot. And it I kind highly... of involves a map too. Yeah, yeah. Like an, an interesting map bit in Fable. I do think it's interesting because it's clearly the ship she ends up with aren't exactly pirates. They aren't, it's not exactly a pirate book because, well, first of all, there aren't that many people on board the ship. <laughs> it's, it's a small crew. They're more, um, they're traders, traders and traders or traitors, traders. traders. Got it. And <laughs> a little bit of smuggling going on there, but less, less pirating and more trading. But I really like that one, and it's got another. It's got like a you know a funny kind of enemies to lovers romance happening, and then there's also uh, the thing with the daughter and the father and her mother. There's some stuff, some mysterious stuff about her mother as well. It's again, it's another quick read. It's a short book. It you know it reads really fast, and it's a duology. And you want to read that second book? You should say who it's by. Oh, Fable is by Adrian Young. Yes. And there's three books now in that um, series. There's Fable and Namesake, which are, the, that's a complete story. But then she's also written Saint, which is the story about um, the dad. It, it's a prequel. What other story? What else do you have? You said you have a list. No, I have one more. Oh, okay. All the Stars and Teeth by Adeline Grace. Oh, yeah. This one is more magical, but has mermaids, which sound an awful lot like the sirens from Daughter of the Pirate King. Amora is a princess of the kingdom and has been training her whole life to be the high animancer or master of souls. But when her magical demonstration goes awry, she strikes a deal with a mysterious pirate. He'll help her prove she's fit to rule and in return she'll help him reclaim the magic that was stolen from him. What about you, Sarah? Do you have any? Yes, I have some. If you like female pirates, here are some more with female pirate protagonists. One is that I've actually, I'm about halfway through, is called Oathbound by Victoria McCombs. And this is about a young girl named Emmy whose mother was a very notorious pirate um, who Emmy has some mixed feelings about because she didn't really, she wasn't much of a mother because she was more interested in pirating. Now she's deceased Emmy is, has, uh, her father's also deceased and she's suffering from some illness that gives her like maybe a year or less to live. She's met a deserter from the Royal Navy named Arne, who, um, is all, he has become a pirate and he wants her to go with him to treasure hunt. And she agrees because she secretly knows that there's a cure on this Island that they're going to, that could maybe fix her illness and he hasn't told her that the reason he needs this treasure is because he's taken a oath which you should never do and he owes a great deal of money but he also wants to buy back her farm for her so they are friends but they obviously have feelings for each other and there is magic in this one too with uh sea monsters and talking inanimate objects and ghost ships and things like that so and this is part of, it's the first one in a series that's going to be called the uh, Royal Rose Chronicles. That's the name of the ship. There's also another one that I have not read at all that's called Crossbones. It's part of the Kingdom of Bones series. And that's about a um, young pirate named Scylla who is apparently in some sort of competition with other pirates to see who is going to be rewarded the bone crown and 
king of some island or queen of some island, I guess. But that's all piratey and, and things too. So if you like pirates, and then if you like the writing uh, by Trisha Levenseller, she has other books that you can read, including ones about uh, battle axes and ones about more swordplay, the bladesmith duology, things like that. So if you like her fighting scenes and things and her brave heroines, you should check out her other books. I will say that we didn't talk on that a lot. She writes fight scenes really well. Yeah. Like I was able to actually see and kind of visualize what was actually happening. Because a lot of times when people write fight scenes, it's a little like mm, loosey-goosey and you're never quite sure exactly. Yeah. I'm a lot of times like skip to the end of this paragraph and did she live or not live? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she writes very good fight scenes, I, yeah. you know, so... I might actually check those out because she, like I said, I love the way she writes. She writes a fight scene, which seems like a weird thing, but some people do it very well and hers are very good. Hey, Sarah. Yes. Tell us what we're reading next time. All right. Or well, we're going to take a sharp left-hand turn, I think, because we're going to be reading some realistic fiction, but it's a novel in verse. It's uh, set in more modern times. There's no magic involved. We are going to be reading the novel Swing by Kwame Alexander. And this is about uh, a boy and his friend who really wanted to make the baseball team in their high school. They don't make it again. There's also... Our protagonist has a love interest that he's trying to... She's his best friend, but he'd like to be more... There's also an element of, um, there's a mystery kind of happening where there's little American flags being planted all over the town by somebody we don't know who, and the town is sort of upset about it for reasons that aren't clear to me yet. And there's, a, a, he comes across some old love letters between people too. So there's a lot of different things happening, but it's a novel in verse and hopefully you guys will like it. Excellent. I do like Kwame Alexander stuff, so that's cool. I haven't read this one. I have not read any, so I'm excited. All right. That'll put us in the mood for Fourth of July. Baseball Ooh. and American flags and all <laughs> that good stuff. I am super curious why the town is mad about someone putting American flags all over town. That's <laughs> uh, Yeah. Huh. You'll have to read and find out. Yeah. It's because it's not 4th of July. They're like, oh, come on, it's Christmas. <laughs> Get your holidays right. It's supposed to be candy canes. Wrong season for baseball, though. I mean, yeah, they didn't make yeah. the baseball team, so. <laughs> Travel ball in Florida? A <laughs> uh, quick reminder to everybody, there's still time for you to sign up for summer reading. If you haven't done so, you can find the link to do that in our show notes. And also, if you have signed up, keep logging those books because you could win prizes every time you read. Make sure you participate. We'd love to see you. This has been another episode of Spill It by the Gwinnett County Public Library. I'm Sarah. I'm Catherine. And I'm Patty. And we want you to join us next time when we spill the tea on a novel and verse, Swing. I'm hoping that this one will be a home run. Remember to like, review, and subscribe. And until next time, keep reading. Sarah with the puns. <laughs> Couldn't help myself. I don't blame you. <laughs> Complete with a wink that you didn't see. <laughs>